La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Welcome you as always. Sports Hangover. I'm Gus Catgill with you. Buddy, we'll take your phone calls back over in the LaRose studios. If you'd like to chime into the conversation, a ton of guests to get into as a lot of topics. You want to change? They got you changed. Up in Baton Rouge. We will get into the very latest news that just broke just about, oh, I don't know, about 45 minutes ago. Uh, what would be around the, the, the time that it came out. But it does appear that LSU has made major defensive staff changes, probably not coming to a surprise to many. Matt Moscone yesterday on his show did say that he pretty much has been told that at the minimum two offense, uh, two changes were going to come to the defensive side of the football, but it did kind of appear that I don't know, he was kind of leaning to keeping Madhouse as the defensive coordinator tonight. And in that video, Kai Wingo surfaced yesterday of him on the field and House coming up to congratulate him and kind of blowing him off. And I don't know if that had anything to do with it or not, but um, he is gone. So Matt House, no longer your defensive coordinator for LSU. Safeties coach Kerry Cooks, cornerbacks coach Robert Steeples, and defensive line coach Jimmy Lindsay. So essentially, it is a complete cleaning of the house on the defensive side of the ball there as well. I know a lot of people have been wanting to have Cody Raymond come back and all of that. So we'll get into all of that. Eric Alexander is going to join us at 2.30. But that is the breaking news for you LSU fans that I'm sure we're kind of looking at to see if whether or not that was going to take place and if it was something that was going to happen, and indeed has. Uh oh! Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? It's hump day. Hump day! I know you can hear me. Let's just loop it. Today's more than what the camera Wednesday hump day is. Oh boy! So. We'll discuss that throughout the show here. Also, big news in the world of your New Orleans Pelicans. Not only did they get the win last night, which is a big deal. I mean, it is. Even though it was the Nets. Took care of your business. Indeed. Little peace and optimism forever. Words of wisdom. As he always. Love to hear that. From Shock Gene and Digital Underground. But why I, why I think that win yesterday was a good sign for the Pels. Now we're about to find out. I know we all kind of rest and relax as we go into the end of the year and it's kind of hard to kind of get back into the rhythm and things and people have been following football. Maybe now I might start paying attention to college basketball, the NBA as well. I still got some I got a neighbor across the street. Not until the NBA All-Star break do I pay attention. That's oh, that's past the halfway point of the season. So it's a lot of basketball to be played. The month of January is big. Jake Madison, 1230. He'll talk to us about this specifically. The win last night, 
And this seven-game stretch I'm including today, I was just going to say Friday. Look, today's going to be tough, but we'll include it. At Minnesota, host the Clippers. They're playing fantastic football, um, basketball since they last met. And then you have Sacramento on the road on Sunday, which is the first of a five-game road trip for the Pelicans in which you face Denver, Golden State, Dallas twice in Dallas. January's tough. The other thing that you got as well is you have back-to-backs that you haven't had for a couple of weeks. You had that stretch, that tough stretch in November, and then that schedule opened up. So we'll get into all of that and more. First and foremost, they got that steal, so that was a big thing um, of being able to get that win. But we'll talk about that. So that's going to come. But also, next segment, we're going to start the show with, I think, a pretty big deal. And it's something that if you've been a fan of Pelicans basketball, it's... I feel like this is a 10, 15 year story, right? So over the weekend, I don't know if you saw, but the Pelicans and Gray Television partnered up to do 10 games this season that are going to go on Fox 8 here locally. Now that's locally, but it's Gray Television for the Gulf South as well. So you're looking at Stations all over Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana that are going to be able to watch Pelicans games over the next four months. Ten of them. Pretty good matchups. We'll go through them all. But in Louisiana, Shreveport, Monroe, Alexandria, Lake Charles, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, every great television station is going to have the opportunity to air the games. Jackson, Meridian, Hattiesburg, Biloxi. All will have Pelicans games on their television. Mobile, going to have Pelicans games on their television. So that, I, I think that's a, a huge thing. And obviously the best part about it, it's free. Uh, Bally's reaches 700,000 viewers. Great television, 7 million. Big difference. So I think that's, that's a big thing, right, for them to be able uh, to air it all. So we'll talk to them. Uh, to Madeline Adams of Fox 8 about what they're planning on doing and this partnership with her coming up at 12.15. But, yeah, so you're going to see the Pelicans at Denver, part of that five-game road trip, Friday, January 12th, next Friday. Then the 19th, hosting Phoenix. It'll be on Fox 8. These are all going to be on Fox 8. February 9th at the Lakers at 9.30. On the 27th, it'll be at the Knicks, March 1st, hosting Indiana. March 22nd at the Heat. March 26th taking on the Thunder here at home. On the 7th at the Suns and the 12th at Golden State. So those games will all be over on Fox 8, part of great television. But again, kind of exciting that three states are now going to you know, get a chance to see, I think, a team that's that's making some moves right now. Let's see what takes place, right? Ralph Marlborough is going to join us at 115. His thoughts on the Saints. Aaron Summers will join us. Saints and Pelicans team reporter as well. Sean Fox is going to join us at 215. And again, Eric Alexander on the news of the day out of Baton Rouge. Uh, a cleaning of the house when it comes to the defensive side of the football. As we said, they are uh, moving forward. 
and no longer will be Matt House, defensive coordinator, safeties coach Kerry Cooks, cornerbacks coach Robert Steeples, and defensive line coach Jimmy Lindsay. If you watch the bowl game, there was really only other, one direction you could go there, right? I mean, let's be honest. We're not being ugly, but there was really only one direction you can go there. Time now for the lead. The lead. The lead. The lead. Here's what's topping our headlines on the Sports Hangover. As always, the lead is brought to you by Lakeview Massage and Therapy and Upper Cervical Family Chiropractor. Dr. Josh Roulette will be there at some point this month here. I don't know. Um, I know my wife's going there today. Literally woke up with the same thing that I got. The old rib joint coming out. So she's going to see Josh at 320 today. So again, we just don't tell you about these places. We frequent these places for sure. So go check them out. LakeViewMassageTherapy.com and UCFC. Just put that in your Google search and you'll get all of that information there as well. All right. So last night, Pelicans do get the win. A big win, especially because of a couple of things. But more importantly, you finish the five-game homestand and finish the five-game homestand better, uh, more wins than losses. So three and two. You would have liked to go on five and zero. Oh. You could have. You you lost. You led Houston, led also um, Memphis, and, and blew those games. But you bounced back off of those two losses, and I think that's the key. The other key, I think, in this game, when you look at it, is once again fast starts by the Pelicans here, in particular C.G. McCollum. Finney Smith, 43%. Brandon Ingram, 100% right now. Another three for Ingram. This one from the left angle. Everyone was shooting threes in that first quarter. McCollum, one-on-one with Johnson. Oh, dance. Crosses him over. Dance. Pull up from 10. Got it. Dance on him, Christian James. The Pels are five for five from the floor, and it... And it continued. Even the defense got in on 28 to 14. Now Cam Thomas, a former LSU Tiger, got his oh, pocket Nodgy picked by Najee. To her, back to Najee. Dunk it in, Najee Marshall. Najee punches it with a defender chasing after him. Yeah, it was awesome to see, including this, of course. Of course Look at Herb. It. Look at Herb. Herb with an interception. He is going to shovel it to Zion. Who is going to throw it down with a left hand? Thunder. Herb had back-to-back threes, Jose had steals, all that. What stood out to me in that game, Zion, 10 points. Brandon Ingram, 12. Herb Jones, 14. Jonas, 11 and 12. Double-double. C.G. McCollum, 16 points. Not a single starter was above 20 points in that game. And it just kind of goes to show you, and it was never a game. The most important thing you take away from last night, Pelicans didn't play with their food. There wasn't a single minute in that game where you were like, the Nets can come in here and kind of scare you away here. That's a growth moment. That's something that I hadn't seen in this team that they haven't showed that they can do. That game had trap written all over it. Emotional high win on Sunday. And then you have Minnesota tonight on the road. They literally got on a plane last night. Got to get there 1, 2 a.m., you play tonight against the number one seed in the Western Conference. That's already beaten you twice. They're 14-1 and one at home in the Target Center. You struggle there. It, it's a tough team. You had to go there last night. A, avoid the letdown. B, more importantly, I think, is to go there and play in the manner you did. 
not a lot of minutes. 26, 25, 24, 20, and 25 by your starters, as opposed to 32, 34, 36, right? So your legs should be underneath you going into this game tonight. Pell's four-game road winning streak, by the way, as well. And Coach Willie Green, though, on what I'm thinking. When you do things like that, it's kind of you taking that next step. Remember, I told you yesterday, from here on out, my theme is simple. When are you going to be a contender? You check some boxes. Being consistent. Not playing with your food. Teams that you can get wins on, you got to. Siege McCollum said that about two weeks ago when he lost to Memphis. It's like you can't lose to these teams. You can't, can't have, you know, one possession games in the fourth quarter against a team that's, you know, lost eight of their last ten. Like the Nets had to go down in the way they did for the Pelicans. If you want to be a contender, you, you can't play with your food. We're getting there. I'm definitely seeing us come out and have more of a sense of urgency across the board. Uh, like I said, uh, a lot of it is all of our guys, the whole staff, having discussions, being honest about what we want, where we are, and how to make steps towards being the team that we know we can be. And, and tonight was another step in the right direction. Yeah, I think so for sure. As I mentioned too, not having any of your starters go over twenty, what does that say? Yeah, it was a it was a shared responsibility tonight offensively. Collectively all those guys, they they moved the basketball, they were unselfish. Um but it starts with those three. Even though the scoring is double digits with seven guys, you know, it starts with those three, setting the tone early and um we're extremely proud of, of our game tonight. The other aspect that really stood out in the three home wins here in this five-game stand, fast starts. That game against Utah, Larry Nance led by example, but it was important for that team to get off to a good start following that tough defeat to Houston and Memphis, right? You had to against Utah. So that was good. CJ McCollum, five threes, man, against the Lakers on New Year's Eve. That's how you start. I mean, let's be honest. If it was... 12 to 2, 12 to 4, timeout Willie Green, LeBron just hit a 3 in the first quarter, crowds buzzing in the wrong manner, right? You're, it just feels different. The Pels put up 72 first half points against the Lakers. Good start, off and running. I know the dreaded third quarter, I get it, I get it, I get it. Led by 17 at halftime, led by 16 at the end of three against the Lakers. Again, learning, learning. They took care of their third quarter. Last night, don't play with your food. Started out fast. I mean, it was like four threes before the first time out. You started 16-3. to three. Yeah, that's big for us. Um, you guys have been watching us since the season. We haven't had a ton of great starts, uh, but it's it's definitely something we've been working on, and it's good to see us share the basketball, get to the paint, kick out, knock down open threes, and just the force and the pace that we're playing with is much better. There you go. Don't forget, Hour 1 of the Sports Hangover is brought to you by our brand new our sponsor, No Wake Outfitters, your local fly shop and paddleboard dealer, 1926 Airline Drive in Metairie. Looking forward to going to do my first remote over there here shortly. We come back, Madeline Adams, Fox 8, big news, great television, 10 Pels games, absolutely free for you. We'll uh, talk to her next on ESPN New Orleans.
everyone, it's Gus Kattengale, and it just got easier. Lakeview Massage and Therapy, the premier orthopedic massage clinic in New Orleans, now has online booking. Simply go to lakeviewmassageandtherapy.com, click book online, and you're on your way. The drop-down menu shows you all of the specialized ways the therapist can help you. Hey, we all like getting great service and saving a little money. Save with packages and memberships, and let me help you as well. Book online, put in the word hangover, get 15% off your massage when you check out. It's lakeviewmassagetherapy.com, now with online booking, where recovery meets relaxation. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst and cancer champion Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. Join our team to help fund game-changing research that saves lives. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over the odds. V is for victory over health disparities, victory over setbacks, victory over the unknown. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join the V Foundation team and help save lives. Cancer can take away all my physical abilities. It cannot touch my mind. It cannot touch my heart. And it cannot touch my soul. Join our team in the fight against cancer at V.org. No Wake Outfitters is the best fly shop and paddle sports dealer in Metairie, but we offer so much more. We can prepare you for hunting season with Lamco Game Feeders and functional, comfortable camo wear from Duck Camp. And we outfit kayaks to get you in those shallow duck ponds and keep you camouflaged. Let our knowledgeable staff help you have your best season. Also offering Duck Camp and Orvis Outdoor Apparel for men and women. Check out the exclusive brands like Rugged Road, Turtle Box, New Canoe, Old Town, and more. No Wake Outfitters. 1926 Airline. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Man. Let's be act like a bull in a china shop there. Jose wide open left corner, hesitated, popped the three anyway, and salutes to the crowd. Well, he who hesitates to make three. There it is. Uh, a nice win last night by the Pelicans. Taking care of the business there in Minnesota tonight. Taking on the T-Wolves, a team that's in first place of the Western Conference. So we've turned the calendar year. Now a lot more eyes on basketball, college, and in the NBA. And the Pelicans in great television trying to help you with that. Ten games across their family of network and TV stations here locally. That means Fox 8, Madeline Adams, part of the great group over there with Juan, Sean, Garland, and, of course, yourself. Madeline, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us on your day off. I'm sorry I'm bothering you. Oh, Gus, thank you so much for having me on. I'm always excited to join you guys. So, look, uh, the news came out this weekend. You got it when I got it, and everybody else kind of saw it over the weekend. Um, how big was it received for your folks out there to, to kind of see that 10 games are going to be on Fox 8 New Orleans? I can tell you, we have a lot of Pelicans fans uh, at Fox 8. So when we got the email that we would be carrying those 10 games, the station itself was just buzzing with excitement. We were just so thrilled at this opportunity to air these 10 games, 10 really great games. Um, and then when we put the news out there that this would be happening, uh, to see the fan reaction was really, really cool. I think that's one of the most, you know, uh, exciting things is just to see how excited the fans are about this new deal for uh, Fox 8 and great TV stations across Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama to air uh, 10 Pels games. And so, you know, it's just really excited to see how 
um, pumps up the fan bases that they get to kind of watch this on TV, you know, for free Mm -hmm. uh, over the year. So it's just, it's really exciting. It's, it's an incredible opportunity, not only for uh, Fox eight and gray, but just for all of our viewers to, to be able to watch uh, the Pelicans on local TV. And I think that's one of the things too, that's, um, it's crazy, 2002, 2023, I mean, 2003, right, when they first got here and stuff, but it always seems like it's been yeah. a battle one way, shape, or form to either make it your team. You know, Mrs. Benson, look, we're going to make it the Pelicans right, to try to change it. And at first it was like, what? The Pelicans? Now everyone likes the Pelicans, right? I mean, they, they love that. I mean, they love the Angry Bird logo. So, look, yeah. I, I get it. When when you inherit a team or a team moves as opposed to the Saints where you grew up with it, it takes some time. But, Madeline, I've used this story before in the past. I'm looking across the street from my house now, and there was a little kid there that was like nine, you know, when, when the Pels first moved there. His name is Mark. Yeah. He was little Mark. He was Mark's son. He's now 20-something years old, almost 30. And But he he's he doesn't know anything but growing up. You know, you, you saw my kid today in the podcast. Carver doesn't know anything but Pelicans basketball. So <laughs> I, I think it, it – it's so important to have four stations in the state that are a great family are going to be airing that. The Gulf South, because you and I talked about in the podcast today, the Saints made a decision to try to market this team a couple years ago to a more regional team than just a New Orleans team. Yeah, absolutely. And look, I, I think this deal gives uh, fans all across that region the opportunity to watch this team and to fall in love with this team. I know we talked about it on the podcast too, just, the way the Smoothie King Center erupts when the Pels are doing great, and there's been a lot of moments like that lately. Just the most recent one that comes to mind was Jose Alvarado, GTA, you know, got LeBron twice that night against the Lakers in their win, um, and just the Smoothie King crowd went crazy. And so for people to, you know, even during away games when things like that and moments like that happen, for them to be able to turn on Fox 8 or their local gray TV station and see moments like that, um, I think there's a really unique opportunity to build the fan base as well and to grow the fan base. And for maybe people who haven't been able to watch the Pelicans before, for them to be able to watch the Pelicans now and fall in love with this team. And I mean, it's really perfect timing because the Pelicans are playing some of their best basketball right now. The 10 game slate that, that Fox State and Great TV will air are some great games. I think that'll be meaningful games down the stretch too. So there's a really great opportunity for. Uh, not only, obviously, this is a great opportunity for Fox State and Gray, but a great opportunity for the fan base just to grow and reach its full potential across yeah. the Gulf South. No doubt, obviously, how he plays. Speak with Madeline Adams, Fox 8. Um, but I grew up you know, watching the Bulls and the Cubs and WGN. It's yeah. literally why I became fans of those sports, played those sports. And to your point, there's a connection. Look, obviously, in the mediums that we're in, television and radio, connecting with the audience is kind of key, right? And obviously yeah. with radio, hearing the voice and being there and being brought there is, is key. But you can still feel that on television, to your point. The the player intros, I, I, I couldn't miss hearing, and from North Carolina, you know, then the crowd goes nuts. When you're watching a big game, the guy's about to shoot the three, and you hear three from the crowd, and then it go nuts, you know. So I, I, I'm with you. I think people are going to see – what Jose brings, the three-point shooting, all of those different aspects of it, and be like, man, that that looks fun, you know, and and maybe we'll we'll go there one day. Yeah, absolutely. And like I mentioned, I mean, it, it couldn't be better timing because right now this team is healthy. Uh, this team is healthy for the most part. Obviously, Trey Murphy, um, you know, dealing with an injury, but you know, this team is 
as, as healthy as we've seen them in recent years. Um, and they're playing some really good basketball. Such impressive wins on a three-game win streak, you know, beating the Jazz uh, a couple nights ago, a team that they've just struggled with so much. Obviously, the win over the Lakers meant uh, an incredible amount after that in-season tournament showing. And then beating the Brooklyn Nets, uh, you know, in, in really dominant fashion. Like, it was never even close that game. And so just just the it, it's perfect timing from, you know, just the standpoint of, man, this team is kind of hitting its stride. They're healthy. Their stars are playing like stars in the NBA. Um, and, and, you know, there's, there's just players all along the bench, too, that fans have fallen in love with. Obviously, Jose is one of them. Um, and then, you know, they're, they've just got some really important games coming up, too. Uh, you know, obviously, the first game that we air on Fox State will be against the defending NBA champions, the Denver Nuggets in Denver. So that'll be a really great game to start us off here. Finally, Mally, we'll wrap up with this because you brought it up, and I and I do think it is uh, it's key. I mean, you guys over there have invested in local sports. I, I make fun and have fun with Basilios, your super producer, who comes <laughs> on and is now apparently a co-host on Thursdays. He came in for a pizza, and now we can't get rid of him. Um, and I, I always tease him every time I introduce him by his name. I say, you know, producer of now. I, I think we're up to twenty-five shows. You guys do, but that that's not only an investment in y'all's time financially and all of that, but that's that's what you guys do over there. So I'm kind of excited to see what you guys are going to do, you know, with hoops now. Yeah, we've got some we've got some fun things in the work, especially for that first game in Denver and, and for all the 10 games that um, that we're airing on Fox 8 and across all great TV stations. But, yeah, I just have to give immense credit to Fox 8, to great TV, for just the way that our company really invests in sports and, and the sports that our audience really um, has been so passionate about and you know this is just this is an incredible opportunity I keep saying that but it's just because I know it's rare I know it's rare mm-hmm. um, to have opportunities like this and to have you know companies really invest in sports this much and yeah you know during football season we have sh- seven sports shows sports only shows in a week uh, and we love it I mean it gives us an opportunity to um, you know talk about the plethora of sports here as much as we possibly can because there are so many great teams so many great players here in in the south louisiana area and so it really gives us an opportunity to fully invest and cover in those sports and so this is just another one of those avenues that we can invest really in the pelicans uh and and just what they're doing what they're building over there you know with these 10 games that we're airing and so yeah it's an incredible opportunity and again i can't thank Fox State enough for, for, you know, investing in, in the Pelicans and Gray especially. And, you know, this is something that Gray is doing kind of not only in New Orleans, but also um, the Gray Station in Atlanta is airing 10 Hawks games. And then uh, there's a Gray Station in Phoenix who I believe they're airing the entire season um, of the, the Suns and the Mercury. So really it's, it's, a, it's a company-wide, um, you know, passion for great tv to really invest in local sports and obviously we've been able to bring that here in new orleans and and i'm just so excited these are these are some great games that we're able to to air and and like i said meaningful games especially in the western conference down the stretch so i just cannot wait i'm so pumped yeah looking forward to it um Look, it's never a shortage of storylines, you know, for, for sure when it comes to that. Obviously, the Saints <laughs> Sunday, that's a big storyline. And we hadn't even gotten to really much in the show, but I did lead with it. Uh, a complete pressure wash for the LSU defensive side of the football, Madeline. I don't know if you saw that, but yeah. that house is no longer there. Safeties coach Kerry Cooks, cornerbacks coach Robert Steeples, and defensive line coach Jimmy Lindsey. 
look, I you never want to see that, but at the same time, yeah. even at the bowl game, I mean, you, you had a Heisman quarterback. The bowl game was a struggle. Their quarterback had six touchdown passes all season, and the guy was lighting you up. Something had to change, and I think that Makai Wingo video that went viral yesterday probably didn't help matters either. If your yeah. players don't care for the staff and literally don't want to speak to them, you've yeah. got to do something. Yeah, and I think this was inevitable. I mean, I, I was not surprised at the news at all. Um, you just think back to all the years of DBU, and when LSU's offense what it wasn't what it was this year, every year in and year out, this program could rely on its defense. And that just was not the case this year. I mean, I feel like the defense really hindered what could have been a really special year. You had the best offense in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it, it was just inevitable. Like you said, you hate to see people losing their jobs. But, um, you know, there's a standard at LSU. There always has been, and that standard was just not met this year. Um, and so, you know, yeah, Wisconsin had, like, their best offensive performance in what feels like a decade right. uh, in that whole game. And, and But, you know, I, I do – I know as much as we critique the LSU defense and that staff, I do give them an ounce of credit for that last defensive stop to win the bowl game. That was impressive. But obviously it wasn't enough to, to keep the defensive staff there uh, because it was a season-long issue the way this defense just kind of gave away uh, a couple games. And so, yeah, it, it was just kind of inevitable, but really excited to see who Brian Kelly adds on the defensive staff and, and what they can kind of do to change things next season. Next season. Right, no doubt. As always, appreciate the time. Thank you so much, especially on your day off. But I had to ask you. I think it's kind of, it's kind of, I think it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Look, we are so excited. I, I will never turn down the opportunity to hop on the radio with you, Gus, and, and so excited to talk about uh, this new deal because we are just so pumped over at Fox 8. Awesome. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, for sure. Madeline Adams TV, the way to give a follow over on XR Twitter, and, of course, watch all the coverage over there on Fox 8. And, again, 10 games over the next four months. The first one's going to be against the Nuggets on the 12th. You, some of the matchups, the Knicks, the Lakers, the Suns a couple of times. So it's going to be some pretty good games. And it, you have to do nothing. You just turn to Fox 8. It's going to be the same thing. And it will be Joe Myers. It will be Antonio Daniels. And it will be Jen Hale. So it'll be just like you're watching over at Valley's, except it'll be on Fox 8. So I know a lot of people listening that don't have Valley's or those cable subscriptions or just stream, you're going to be able to do that. Gus, how are you sure it's free? Get an antenna. It's like 20 bucks, 12 bucks, an HD antenna if you have none of those options. And you just stick it in the back of your TV. There it is. All of the HD channels that are free over the air, including your local TV stations. So that's why it's a big deal. All right. Jake Madison will specifically talk about the Pels and what they're doing and, and I'll ask him if he thinks they're maybe turning the corner a bit on something. So we'll do that next on ESPN New Orleans. At Lowe's, save big every day when you buy in bulk. Save 15% on select Sanctuary by Green Fiber blown-in insulation when you buy 30 or more. And there's more. Save 10% on select OSB sheathing when you buy 68 or more. Visit us in-store or online for low prices on the materials you need. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. Selection varies by location. While supplies last, discount taken at time of purchase. See sales associate for details. Progressive knows we're all trying to save right now. Hey, at least we're still enjoying baseball on a Saturday night, right? Even if it is T-ball. Yeah, but tickets to the majors are just so expensive now. And who knows, maybe we're seeing a pro in the making. Sure, in like 20 years... 
How is he safe? Boo! This up sticks! Um, the up is only 14. We don't really do that. Oh, my bad. You're doing a great job, um. Progressive offers you savings without sacrifice. So save big when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Not available in all states. As a recipient of a prize from Coastal Broadcasting of La Rose Incorporated, also known as KLRZ 100.3 FM ESPN New Orleans, you are responsible for applicable taxes and our licensing fees. We're not responsible if a prize is damaged or breaks, an event is canceled or business closes. When mailing prizes, our station is not responsible for prizes that are damaged or lost. One winner per household for 30 days. Winner must have a picture ID and must pick up the prize within 30 days. You can pick up most prizes at our studio office, 11603 Highway 308, La Rose. Thank you for listening. Mike Greenberg. Green. No man looks good in briefs. That's not true. Yes, it is. It is not true. Name a man who looks good in briefs. I look good in briefs. No, you don't. Yes, I, I do. You I will, think you do, no. but you don't. I look good in briefs. Get I wear Lizzie briefs as phone. well. You yeah. wear briefs? Yes, they're comfortable. No, they're not comfortable. <laughs> and I bet Cam looks good in briefs, too. Guarantee you, my Cam. Holly. My good Cam friend, Embo. Cam, Holly. take your pants off right now. <laughs> Greeny with Mike Greenberg. Weekday mornings at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can watch and listen on the ESPN app. The man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. 800-998-1003, that is our guest line and caller hotline as well. Last night, Pelicans getting off to a big start as well. And more importantly, some cool things to pick out of this game. I wonder if Jake Madison's going to agree with me on one of them. Now Zion left free throw line extended. Skip it to Hawkins. Fakes the three. Drives in the lane. Shovels to Larry and the reverse layup. How about Hawk passing up the three and getting a dime? And Jock Vaughn says again, i got to call a timeout because this ain't happening. That's the stuff that's going to get the young fella on the floor. It's a 10-2 quarter by the Pels. Jordan Hawkins showing some versatility to this game. That's what's going to get him into the rotation. Jake, first off, welcome. Good afternoon. Happy New Year to you, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. Happy New Year, Gus. I labeled that cut Pass Pass Larry <laughs> because that's kind of how I looked at a lot of what took place last night. It was remarkable. I'm doing post game and I'm like, there was in a starter that's over 20 points. And that game was never in doubt. That was a dominating performance from both sides of the basketball. What do you make of that? Yeah, that's kind of what the Pelicans want to be doing, right? And look, the Brooklyn Nets aren't the toughest competition out there, but right. everything they did in that game to get that big lead, maintain that big lead, it just cruised to a pretty comfortable victory. It's things that they should be doing and that they can also do against top teams in the league to get victories that they want to get and kind of stake out their spot in the playoff positioning race here. And when you look at them in that first quarter, right, they were 6 of 9 from 3, and how easily that opened up the rest of their offense. The first play of the game was Zion driving into the lane, turning around and kicking it to a wide-open Brandon Ingram for three. That's exactly the type of action that we wanted to see them do offensively. The second bucket of the game was Zion in the paint, kicking it out to C.J. McCollum in a spot-up position for three. You saw C.J. get it to Brandon Ingram for three, and so on and so forth. And when this team is taking three-point shots like that, knowing that you have Zion, that you have C.J. McCollum, that you have Brandon Ingram who can score at the rim, can score from the mid-range, it just opens things up so much more. And that's why you saw the offense really flourish in a game like this. The three-point shooting and then playing with a lot of pace. They had 19 points in the fast break in last night's game, but the Nets only had 12 turnovers. It was New Orleans just really getting a defensive rebound, ending those opponent possessions, and then deciding they were just going to race out and kind of out like 
athlete, you know, the Brooklyn Nets. Right. And it got them some easy possessions like that. And that's, I think, where this team really thrives is generating offense like that. And you saw them do that for in this game for all four quarters when we'd seen them kind of struggle on offense at times throughout the year. But then they kind of put it together a complete game like this. And you go, oh, this team can be really, really good. I was going to ask you about specifically if that's a step in the right direction in trying to become contenders, not just competitors, which is kind of a theme that I'm focusing on this year. But you brought him up, so I want to go and circle back to that because I do think it's important. A year ago at this time, Zion, well, he had just pulled his hamstring. But regardless, um, the thing at that point, he was playing at an MVP caliber level, right? He was averaging a few more points a game, a few more boards, a few more assists. Than he is this year. The Pelicans as a team had a few more wins. I've made the reference. I think this is a better team than last year's team. And I kind of, I'm glad you kind of brought that up with Z where maybe he didn't look the same. Maybe he's not playing at that level, but it doesn't mean he's not contributing. You just mentioned that opening sequence was because of who he was. So he's still being effective, right? Even though maybe statistically and physically doesn't look the same. Yeah, you know, I think a lot is being overblown about Zion's level of production, right? And after that 44-point loss to Lakers in the in-season tournament, you know, he kind of took the brunt of that. He was almost the scapegoat for that loss, I think, whether it was the national TV guys or even locally, a lot of people talking about him. But the team lost that game kind of completely as a whole, right? One player isn't going to be the reason you lose by 44 points in any single game. And in fact, I think Zion has actually played pretty well this year. Yes, some of his numbers are down, but when you look at how teams are defending the Pelicans, they're doing it differently than they did a year ago. They just don't simply think other players are going to beat them, and in some of the Pelicans' losses, that has really been the case. So they're walling off Zion from the rim more so than they have in the past, and when this team hasn't been shooting threes or hasn't been making threes, Zion's really left to just kind of do hard work by himself at times, to go through three or four defenders and try and score at the rim that way. And when you start to look at the easy offense they generated in last night's game, right, Brandon Ingram took uh, made was two or two from three. We saw him in the game before that, I think, take seven three-point attempts yeah. and make four of them. When the three-point volume is up, it gives him more options to get out of these kind of bad situations based on how teams are defending him. And so it means the scoring number is going to be slightly low, but he's still playmaking at a high level and creating for others. And that's why we've kind of wanted to see Trey Murphy get more minutes, Jordan Hawkins get more minutes. And I know you played the clip there. He needs to do more than just shoot. I agree with John DeShazer on that, saying when he makes other plays like that, he'll be able to get back into the rotation and out there on the court. But more shooting around Zion just spaces the court better just a little bit, and that makes it easier for him to score. And then when you put good shooters around him, and look, I like Dyson Daniels. He's not a shooter, right? Najee Marshall, not a shooter. When you put him out there with B.I. taking those threes, C.J. making those threes, you put in a guy like Trey Murphy, the spacing just gets better. The offense really starts to take off, and that's why they've been trending in the right direction. As head coach Willie Green is making little tweaks like that to make this team better than they were before. Uh, no doubt. Najee thinks he's a shooter, though. As J.D. said on a broadcast yesterday, he, when he walks in the gym, he thinks he's open. <laughs> you know, he's like he's chaotic in a very good way. Right. He's needed for this yeah. team. But there's a couple times they'll take a shot, and you're like, oh, no, do we need to do that <laughs> when, like, C.J. McCollum is standing right there? Yeah, yeah, we, we know. There's something else I want to bring up to you, though, about Zion, which is pretty remarkable. And now Steele Alvarado, pop a right wing three. No. Rebound Najee. Shovels it to Z. Beautiful spin move. Blocked by Shaw. Where's the foul? 
there's got to be a foul. And Zion. Z's probably going to pick up a tech, and he should pick up a tee. And he he should pick up a tee. Mikel Bridges grabbed him around the waist as he's going in for that dunk attempt. Grabbed him around the waist. Where is the foul? He deserves to pick up that tee, and maybe wow, it will inspire I mean, the officials if you look to at make this, a call. That's That should have been an intentional foul. Grabs him. The- grabs him. Does not play the ball whatsoever. Jake Madison, I'm looking at the box score to make sure I'm not blind. Zion Williamson had zero free throws last night at home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> zero. That's a statement right there, right, guys? <laughs> zero. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I agree with you. You know, Zion is officiated strangely, in, in particular this year. So, you know, one of those things to kind of really look at is guards and big men are officiated in a different way. You can make light contact on a guard, and they're going to go to the free throw line. You make light contact on a big man, and they will not. It's just kind of the nature of the NBA, sure. even though the rules are the same for those two very different types of players. But Zion is officiated in a very strange way, and there's a couple of reasons for it. One, he's just bigger and stronger than most people, and I guess refs think that even a little bit of contact really doesn't impact him, so they're not going to call the foul. That is incorrect. The NBA has had an officiating problem. Most sports have an officiating problem, in my opinion, for years now, and Zion is definitely not getting to line nearly as much as he should be you know, this season or as he has in seasons past. The other part of it is, it goes back to that spacing that I was talking about before. When Zion drives into three or four guys down below the basket, refs just really can't see stuff. There's just kind of like your sight lines are blurred. When spacing is poor, the sight lines aren't there for them to make correct calls. When you go back to the Houston Rockets when they had James Harden, and all they did was have James Harden and then four other shooters out there on the court, and it was James Harden just driving to the rim, he would get fouled. Refs can see it much easier, you know, and that was one of the advantages they had. That's not something that the Pelicans have really put around Zion. That's why I want to see more shooters around him, as I think it actually will help him get more foul calls because refs can clearly see the contact better. The one in last night's game of the intentional foul was egregious. He should have been at the line. He should go to the line more. You know, I don't know if he needs to try and sell these calls more. I don't even know if refs would believe that. But certainly they're not officiating him in the way that they should. You know, the Pelicans get to the free throw line at a rate of like a top five team in the league. That's right. a big advantage there. Right. Free throws are the most efficient shot you can take in the NBA. Zion should be getting to the line 10 plus times per game. It okay. really feels like that. And he's not for whatever reason. And I know the Pelicans, you know, are always in contact with the NBA and the officiating side of things saying like, hey, look at this. I'm sure they're going to have sent video of that just missed call in the game last night to, you know, New York to the league office. But Look, if they're not going to call it, they're not going to call it, and the Pelicans need to adapt, too. You don't want to be losing games because the refs, you know, made an incorrect call right. and screwed you out of it, essentially. You want to kind of control what you can control, so you've got to find other ways to do it. Again, I think it comes down to spacing. Put more shooters around Zion. I bet you're going to see him go to the line more. Well, at least he wasn't lonely because Brandon Ingram didn't go to the line. Jonas Valanciunas didn't go to the line, even though he had 11 points and 12 rebounds. And C.J. McCollum didn't go to the line. Out of your five starters in an NBA game at home, Herb Jones was the only starter to shoot free throws. He shot two. Out of the entire starting unit, they combined for two free throw attempts. I, mean, I just, that's bad. I, I don't think I've ever seen that. I mean, honestly, 
I mean, you almost the, won a game where not a single starter shot a free throw. The the crazier thing is no one scored over twenty points. No, <laughs> you know, and you and you blew the team out. This wasn't even a close <laughs> game, right? It was twenty plus points. I think right. the final score was so. This is how dominant the team was and how well the three-point shot was falling, right, for them in this game, that they just were able to score in other ways, and this didn't matter. Because when you say those numbers, no 20-point score in this, no one's getting to the free-throw line, like, you should probably lose that game. <laughs> right. Just kind of based off exactly. of those two things you're you're telling me right then and there, you're not going to think a team won. And for them to have won in dominant fashion, wire-to-wire, where there was just, like, no sweat about this, it's, it's kind of surprising. I guess one of the reasons why maybe they didn't get to the line a little bit is starters didn't play a ton of minutes, right? You know, Jose Alvarado said it after the game where they realized they were in control of this. They needed to keep their foot on the gas and get the starters and every other player some rest because they're on a second night of a back-to-back playing the top team in the Western Conference on the road tonight. So it was a great just kind of mentality by the team to not even let the refs frustrate them, but to kind of understand the stakes of this game, go out and get that easy win and just move on to the next team. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, that is something that is unique, to say the least. All right, man. Look, tonight you got Minnesota. We'll wrap up with this. And that's a good team, number one in, in, in the West. It's about matchups. This team struggles to match up against them. Huh? Well, what's the key here in this game? At least this should be somewhat fresh. But, man, they're 14-1 and one at the target center. This is a tall, tall task for the team. They're really good. They look like legit contenders with an amazing defense, and then you have Anthony Edwards on offense who can go out and get you 50 points on any given night, and that's a recipe for a lot of success, particularly in the postseason when the game slows down, I think. You know, this one's going to come down to Zion Williamson. If they can get Rudy Gobert or Carl Anthony Towns in foul trouble, it negates their big one of their big advantages, right? Gobert anchors that defense. He's looking like the three-time defensive player of the year that they traded for last season after a bit of a disappointing season. Zion has had a lot of historical success against him, though. You know, he's not scared to go at him. He's gotten him in foul trouble before. The game earlier, uh, what, a week or two ago, when they played in the Smoothie King Center, I think, and Carl Anthony Towns uh, fouled out of the game or was in foul trouble throughout the majority of it. I'd like to see the Pelicans really play inside out in this one. Get Zion into the paint, put some shooters around him so that when Rudy Gobert, when Towns come over, he can kick it out to an open three-point shooter. You start making those threes, it's going to open things up for Zion on the inside, and then you can go right back to that. This could be a big Jonas Valanciunas game, too. He can play that bully ball inside. That's the way I want to see him play. Get those guys in foul trouble and get the win. And now Jake Madison locked on Pelicans at Nola Jake. As always, man, appreciate the time. Let's see if the Pels can do it. This stretch is so key, especially with the next six games after tonight. Clippers play much better basketball. Kings on Sunday. Then you got Golden State, Denver, and Dallas twice. They're all teams, man, right around you in the standings. I think if you can somewhat navigate through January, got a good shot of staying above the six, you know? I think so. Yeah, we'll find out. Should be a lot of fun. This is a tough stretch. We'll know who the Pelicans are. That's uh, a good way to put it. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate the time. Of course. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yep. Quick break. We come back. Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa wants you to join them for the start of something new sales event. Tis the season to get a great deal on a Ram or new commercial truck, van, car, or SUV. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business or personal use. It's a grand new year, so get a great deal on your new dream car, SUV, or truck today at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. 
Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become a part of something bigger and join the team. We're currently hiring for drivers, warehousemen, riggers, crane operators, and forklift operators to work out of Port Fouchon. So apply now at danos.com or call 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Water safety tips from Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. One, always designate a water watcher when children are in and around water. Two, wear your life jacket when on a boat or near open water. Three, remove toys from swimming pools when not in use. Four, empty all blow-up pools and buckets of water when not in use as children can drown in as little as two inches of water. Five, check the water first if a child goes missing. Six, stay off and away from the rock jetties. And number seven, swimming lessons can reduce drownings by 88%. Learn to swim. Coastal Broadcasting is committed to bringing the best in Bayou Region High School basketball action this season. It's our game of the week, and it'll feature the best teams in our area and the biggest games in the year for both boys and girls basketball. Listen to all the action from around the region and on the road to the playoffs in the top 28. If you want to join our sponsorship team, give us a call at 798-7792. Help us shine light on the work of our student-athletes. It's the Coastal Broadcasting Game of the Week throughout the season on ESPN 100.3. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance. It's a storm of entertainment that brings down the house. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Hour 1 brought to you by No Wake Outfitters, your local fly shop and paddleboard dealer. 1926 Airline Drive over there in Metairie, basically across the street from Her and Smith's, the furniture place there from coming down Causeway. Get on airline heading towards the city, look to your right. It's right before the big toy store that's been there forever and ever. Professor Nick Harrison joins us here as well. Have you paddleboarded? Do you, do you paddleboard? Not in years. No. It's been a long <laughs> it looks a lot easier. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Looks, sure. It looks easier than it actually is. Same thing like with fly fishing, which is why I'm glad that these are the, um, you know, your local dealers here and, and they kind of know what to do there. You know, seen movies where the fly fishing looks great and everything, but. I have trouble with the rod and reel. You know what I mean? Got to have that upper body strength. Like legit. No doubt. Um, we just talked with Madeline and also with um, with Jake Madison with the Pels. I want to ask you, though, because you came from Monroe before moving down here to Hammond. And I know we we have Sean Fox on Wednesdays. We'll be talking to him coming up at mm-hmm. 2.15 here as well. But I do think it's a big deal, which is crazy when you think about it. But most of your state, heck, People on the North Shore don't get a chance to, to see Pelicans basketball, even in the city, right. on that. And I think if you're going to get the team really growing, the more importantly, I, I, you know, I just think since they're the team for your state, you probably want them to be viewed. You know, you know, I think I think it is a big deal to have that many stations throughout the Gulf South being able to um, to, to view those games. One hundred percent. Like you want to have that. The ability for people to be able to access that, so one absolutely is imperative. Um, about them getting on this win streak and getting going here as well, I think it's kind of a of a key to see if I can, you know, 
ah, there they are. They're the contenders. Like, what what would get you to feel that? I asked Madeline that in the podcast earlier, and she said it's consistency. It's like the number one thing, right? Consistently winning. Like, I think yesterday, not being able to um to avoid or being able to avoid a you know, tight fourth quarter game with a team that's lost eight of their last ten. Like, that is a, a step in the right direction. If you're, you, you have to delineate, and there needs to be a clear line. We are better than these teams, right? And in the past, the Pels, they've played with their food. I mean, they probably lose that game in the past last night after beating the Lakers and about to head over to Minnesota and then beat Minnesota tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I think last night is is a sign of growth. But in this month, I'm going to see if they can be contenders or not. So what's your checklist? you got to have separation. you got to, first of all, win the games that you're supposed to win, like the one against the Nets. You win the games that you're supposed to win, and then against the opponents that are considered to be contenders, the tough ones. Like these next couple of games are crucial for the Pels. you got Minnesota, then you got the Clippers, you're at Minnesota, you're at home against the Clippers, then you go to Sacramento and take on Sacktown, and then you got Golden State. Then you got Denver after that, and then Dallas twice. So that stretch of games between Minnesota and Dallas is extremely crucial, especially when you got a primetime game on ABC at Golden State on the 10th. Huge games coming up for the Pelicans. And this is where you start to separate yourself from the rest of the pack. They're right now leading the Southwest Division. They're at the top of the division. They're in the top six of the uh, Western Conference, which is big. But, I mean, this is how you want to go when you start approaching the All-Star break. I know we're still a little while away from it, but when you start approaching the All-Star break, this is when you want to start to separate and show that you're one of the main contenders in your conference going into that time of the NBA season because that's when people really start to pay attention and say, okay, these are the teams you really want to look out towards the end of the season and going into the playoffs. So you want to make sure that you're separating yourself from the rest of the pack, and I think the Pelicans are doing that right now. I don't know if you saw this. Um, I just I have to go to it because it's just too good. Stephen A, I've lost all faith in the Dolphins. Poor Roy. Poor Roy. I mean, Stephen A just abandoned you. Just left the fish out there to dry. Huh? Have you lost all faith? I mean, oh, by the way, who did they play on Sunday? I can't can't remember. Playing Buffalo Bills. Who's that? Buffalo Bills. Can if they if they lose, does Buffalo win the division? I know they're a game back. So if Miami loses, Buffalo wins the division and gets into the playoffs. It's basically an all-or-nothing situation for the Buffalo Bills at this point. They're dependent on a, on two teams that are be- probably either that, that are either resting guys or playing against teams that are resting guys. So they're probably they're going to win or so- something of that nature. I mean, Jaguars have to lose or Pittsburgh has to lose for the Bills to get into the playoffs without them actually having to win the game. If they win the game, they win the division and they're in. If they lose, they may be out of the playoffs entirely. Wow. And that is the most Buffalo Billsian thing yeah. I've ever heard before in my life. Either you win the division or you don't go to the playoffs. And what's crazy is the Bills right now probably one of the hottest teams in the AFC. You would right? think that. Um, then what you, you're seeing, I mean, these last four games, they've looked pretty good. They struggled <laughs> a little bit with the New England team uh, that hasn't yeah. won a lot. But – Last four games they've been winning. They've beaten some pretty stout competition. They beat the they broke they blew the doors off of the uh, Cowboys, but they struggled with the Chargers team who had East and Stick starting. So I mean it's 
you it's so Jekyll and Hyde, and this is the premium spot, especially when you look at today is the anniversary of Frank Reich's historic comeback against the Houston Oilers in the playoffs, which is the greatest comeback in the history of the NFL. This would be the week where they lay an egg and just stick up the joint against the freaking Dolphins. So it's just, I've told you about these nervous spots for me before as a Bills fan. I'm I'm just, I don't know what to think. Listen, listen, I'll play a minute here. I'm going with the Bills, but it's, it's by default. I've lost all faith and all respect for the Miami Dolphins. I just have. I'm so disgusted with the Miami Dolphins. They make me sick. They really, really do. To watch them go on the road and wet the bed as many times as they have this year. I know this game is at home. And so I expect a better performance because for some reason when they're close to South Beach, I mean, it just serves as a mode of inspiration. So be it. But in the end, I'm just incredibly disappointed, Swagoo and and, and Doggy. I, I can't put in the words. Again, it's not the loss. It's how you lose. It's like, listen, if you're in a boxing, to use a boxing analogy, you know what? You can get outboxed because you're going up against superior talent. You can get caught with one punch and you can get clipped. But that is entirely different than getting your ass kicked. And when I see the Miami Dolphins, I see ass kickings on their dockets. And that is what disgusts me. To, to, to have us rave about Mike McDaniels the way that we have. To have people talking about the boy genius that he is supposed to be. To look at the greatness of Tyreek Hill, who spent the vast majority of this season literally as an MVP candidate. But we can point to last week against Baltimore. We can point to uh, uh, the Philadelphia game, and I think one other game where he literally drops touchdown passes. All of a sudden, Jalen Waddle can't stay healthy, and even when he's healthy, you know what, the inconsistency level. You look at this defense, and you go up against Baltimore 56-19. You get ramrodded like that. You go to Buffalo 48-20. to You get ramrodded like that. Where's your pride? Where's your dignity? I mean, damn. I mean, we, we look at this team as explosive as they are offensively. Every time the bright lights come on, with the exception of the Cowboys game at home, I give them credit for that. But with the exception of the Cowboy games, every time the bright lights come on and the Miami Dolphins, we're like, oh, we can't wait to see this. This explosive offense might be the best offense since the greatest show on turf. Oh, my God, we can't wait. They get, they don't just lose. They get their ass kicked. <laughs> Would you like me to send that to you? You can just kind of keep that. Do you like that? That's uh, something else. Yeah, I'm. I'm. It's, 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 I'm <laughs> I, I've learned over the years to not get too invested. Mm-hmm. I've got to guard my heart, Gus. All right, let me ask you something. Be in a relationship, a toxic relationship. You got to guard your heart. I'm guarding my heart on when this. Scream, huh? When Screaming A says stuff like that, though, is it along the lines of like the Madden curse? Like him acting like that, uh, did he just uh, hand the Dolphins a win? You, you're killing me because Josh Allen was on the cover of Madden. So you add this to that. Yeah. It's this game. And yeah. it's just... 40-point Dolphin win, huh? Uh, <laughs> then Roy. Yeah. Roy's yeah. in the comments on my video. Is he? He fight, like, he fight. like he fifty found, dolphin emojis. He found a way to do that, huh? Oh God, it's it's nerve wracking, Gus. It's killing me. See, here's the thing: he thinks he can get back at us by saying, "Well, at least we in." I get it. Um, there, no matter what, it, there's a comfort level to just coming to an understanding and acceptance 
that I don't have the slightest idea what I'm going to see with the Saints. I expect mediocrity. I expect bad, bad play calls. So I'm not... It, it's a pleasant, fun thing when they actually play well and win. You know, I mean that's because it's like, you know, this is this for the two seed. Yeah. So you basically have home field until the AFC Championship game, which is a new position for Buffalo because they're usually having to travel to like Kansas City for their playoff games, even though they win the division. Mm-hmm. So you're when you know nobody wants to play in Buffalo in January, right? We're supposed to be getting a cold front towards the end of the week. Here in South Louisiana, yeah. it's nothing like there. Yeah. It's going to be like seven degrees in the northern part of the state. I'm sorry? And it's supposed to be like seven degrees seven. in the northern part of Louisiana. Yeah. Uh, so, and it's going to be a little cold here too, but that's nothing like what they're going to see in Buffalo with like blankets of snow. Blankets of snow. <laughs> so, yeah, you don't okay. – it's uh, – it's so a little different. I don't, okay. All right. I was, just, I was double checking. I got to, um, now you just said that you made me want to, uh, do I have to wrap the pipes? I mean, I, I'm so, I have I, to, you may have to really, I'm pipe wrapping. Okay. All right. I, I will look at, well, I do see it's 44 tonight. So, okay. I, I will take a look in, in a peek as to what happens here. All right, my man, I will uh, talk to you again here a little bit, do a little bit more around the rest of the NFL, especially the division. It feels like it's a Tuesday, but it is Wednesday. So how, how are the Falcons feeling? going into this game. David Tepper, did you see the fine that the NFL gave him for throwing a drink on a fan? Slap on the wrist. Nothing. You got to get rid of him. Get him out of the stadium. 300000 to a man that's worth billions. Nothing. It's nothing. What is 300000 Literal pocket chain. Oh. It's nothing. Pretty incredible. But what would have happened to the fan if he'd have climbed in there and Oh, he's going away for years. Landed a few haymakers. Yeah. All right, dude. I will talk to you here shortly. Coming up in hour number two, Ralph Marlborough, 115. Aaron Summers, 130. The professor back again at 145. Sports Hangover in ESPN New York. One of our top local supporters is GIS. GIS is a strategic energy partner with main headquarters located in Galeano, Louisiana. With over 20 different locations and over 20 service offerings, GIS has expanded itself to provide their capabilities across the nation as well as globally. There are many opportunities available to join the GIS team. You can visit their website at www.gisy.com to learn more about starting your career with GIS today. Your business deserves the highest quality internet connection and phone service. Rev Business offers you the best at a great price. Delivered on an all-fiber network and backed by our local support teams who have been going that extra mile for 85 years. Rev Business wants to show you the power of hosted phone service and Metro E, direct connections between your locations. For a limited time, get three months free. Some restrictions may apply. Visit us at letsrev.biz. Rev Business. State Bank and Trust Company has provided Cajun banking served just the way you like it for now 70 years. State Bank offers a wide variety of modern conveniences without having to sacrifice that personal touch that we all know and love. So stop by today and get a taste of Cajun banking and be met by a smiling, familiar face who loves our area as much as you do. That State Bank and Trust Company still standing strong after 70 years of loyal service to our community. Education. Prevention. Care. 
At Terrebonne General Community Sports Institute, we're committed to impacting future generations through promoting healthcare education and disease prevention. Our team specializes in athletic injury prevention and post-care, using the latest techniques to help athletes perform at their best and stay in the game or get them back in action. Discover more about how Terrebonne General Community Sports Institute provides healthcare for our community at tghealthsystem.com. No Wake Outfitters is the best fly shop and paddle sports dealer in Metairie, but we offer so much more. We can prepare you for hunting season with Lamco game feeders and functional, comfortable camo wear from Duck Camp. And we outfit kayaks to get you in those shallow duck ponds and keep you camouflaged. Let our knowledgeable staff help you have your best season. Also offering Duck Camp and Orvis Outdoor Apparel for men and women. Check out the exclusive brands like Rugged Road, Turtle Box, New Canoe, Old Town, and more. No Wake Outfitters. 1926 Airline Drive. Ivan Metairie. 